So I realize now, once I, I think I've finally figured out the, the shortcomings of, of the record app on the phone, where if I start taking a video, the sound stops working. It makes sense that I guess two apps can't be using the microphone at once. It wouldn't work. Uh, so you'll have to watch the video I post on Instagram to see what exactly I'm talking about when the sound stops on the last half of this episode. Yeah, I always, you know, two-parters are fun, right? You, if, you'll, if you're listening to this, you obviously decided that you wanted to listen to the second half of the episode that you started the first part of. So I thank you guys for continuing to tune in as I discover new things about my phone every day. But definitely I'm excited. There's, I have a lot of good ideas on tap for the rest of this week. I have off from work this week, which means that I have time to do everything but stay in my apartment. Uh, My apartment is where I dwell every day, all day, for work, for volunteering, other stuff. So it's nice to do anything but stay inside and being able to come out here and, and explore and just not be inside is nice, especially when the weather's nice. Last week it was brutal because I knew that it was beautiful every single day and the most I could do was open a window while I worked or maybe sneak a trip outside. It's really nice. This week it's going to be okay weather-wise. There's going to be one or two nice days followed up by other days where the forecast calls for rain and close to 90 degree weather. So I am... Oh, I'm not excited for the high heat or the rain, but I'm excited for any chance to get out and explore because as I've discovered and which I, I think I even prophesized back in March when I did my Brooklyn Bridge episode that I'm going to freak myself out a bunch of times during this whole pandemic and think I have it and go crazy, have panic attacks. It's an idle mind is not good for me. I, you know, I get I have a very active imagination, sometimes to a fault, and it's nice to be able to keep my mind busy and thinking about things other than everything else that's going on. And mainly, you know, making sure I'm walking as far to the side of the path as possible where I'm away from the edge, making sure I don't fall off. And but it is a nice view. <laughs> yeah, those safety gates, you know, for all the safety they provide, they do ruin the view. <laughs> Which I know totally defeats, you know, I mean, I'd rather be safe than have a nice view, of course, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, the next week is gonna be nice. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to get out and walk as much as I can every day record a few episodes of this here or there, do some shopping, visit some places I've never been before, maybe, you know, go to some new places, or uh, old places that I haven't been in a while, so it's going to be fun. 
and you'll be with me for a few of those moments. Oh, sorry, I'm yawning. But yeah, I. Oh, it's a log, log, log wood. Um, I had a, I slept better last night than I had in the last few nights, but I guess you can never tell when you're gonna yawn. That's <laughs> oh, interesting. Okay, so now I'm back in the gated section, and what's funny, or just interesting, is that people put the put locks on the gate on the safety gate, which. I don't know, this seems, this is one of the lesser romantic bridges in the city. You know, I mean, you, you walk over the Brooklyn Bridge and you see this all the time. You know, it's all originated in France and that, uh, I forget what the name of the bridge was there, but people were putting, you know, they would write their initials and it would be a sign of love that they, they buy a little padlock, put it on the, on the safety gate or whatever kind of gate they have over there. Be symbol of their unending love that the locks just stay there and will never leave, supposedly, just like their love. And I guess theoretically it's like a little leaving a little piece of them back on the bridge. But as I'm sure most of you bridge aficionados know, that eventually all those locks added so much extra weight to the bridge that they had to be removed because otherwise it would threaten the structural integrity of the bridge so but that's a tradition that's carried on for you know around the world you, know, you go to bridges now and there are people selling locks for people to put onto the bridge you know, you know people are selling you know, why are the people selling souvenirs but it is dangerous for you know and threatens the stability of the bridge especially when people go there in droves like the one in Paris but I can imagine putting a lock like that on the Brooklyn Bridge. Uh, maybe even the Williamsburg Bridge, you know, like some of the nicer bridges in the city. But the Triborough Bridge doesn't really strike me as the romantic spot, unless the thrill of no safety gate for a large span of it really, you know, lets the, the romantic juices flow. I don't know if I've ever experienced that here. But people were, at least early on, well, when the gate restarted, I saw a couple of those locks. So it just makes you wonder what people were thinking when they, when they put those on there. Another yawn, sorry. <sighs> Same to you, sir. So we're slowly making our descent into Astoria now. What time is it? 10.54. Alright, so... I can have an early... I had a small breakfast. I sit, you know, for a good majority of quarantine while I've been living back in Manhattan, I've started to do Greek yogurt for breakfast. You know, something simple. You know, I add some blueberries in there, some muesli, you know, just to make it more interesting. But I've been doing that to, you know, try to trying smaller breakfasts instead of one large bagel every day. And don't get me wrong, I love bagels. I'll probably pick some up while I'm in Astoria, but uh, you know, it's not the best thing to be eating every day. So. 
but had some of that this morning and so it's not the, the largest breakfast so I'm gonna be hungry by the time I get to where the good food is so I'll probably be eating an early lunch don't know where yet exactly yeah, I'm thinking I might even stop yeah maybe have something small somewhere else but so that way I can <laughs> make the excuse to go to the mama's empanadas my the favorite empanada place yeah, and I, I know that there are better quality empanada places around but that's not really what I view an empanada for you know I mean it's nice when they're high quality that often means they put onions in and, I, and onions are one of the three vegetables I dislike onions just most of all because they end up being in every other dish known to man or woman um, so but I like mama's empanadas because they're cheap and they still taste good yeah you get them baked fried any which way and now it's important to note that the walkway of the bridge has changed yet again Definitely this bridge has many different areas, I guess, sections that you walk through. This last one as I walk to the end of the bridge is almost, I don't know, the I've gone from being well above the cars to almost below them. I'm like in a bunker or a dugout. The, there's a large, maybe 8 to 10 inch thick concrete barrier between me and the roadway uh, I'm maybe you know a foot below or I mean like my head is above the street but the cars are definitely like the bottom of the street is definitely like maybe at shin level definitely an interesting part oh, why am I yawning so much hmm. Hmm. Oh, sorry. I don't know why. I, like I said, I, maybe just because I got too much sleep last night. I mean, I think I got eight hours. Oh, oh wow. Also, I, oh, I forgot about this part too. Is that when you walk on this section towards the end, you definitely you feel the bridge shake. You now, when some big trucks go by and really shake it up, so it feels almost like you know. I mean, I've never felt an earthquake in my life, but is still one of the things I would like to feel one day. I, I know that's, I know they're dangerous and I know it's not really the the safest thing to want to experience, but you know, the earthquake is, you know, it's one of those rare things where, I don't, I don't know, it's, I feel the, the ground shaking between my feet now and beneath my feet. I don't know why I want to experience an earthquake. It's I don't know. It's just the you know your the unknown, the adventure of it. Granted, I, I'm sure if I was living like the 13th floor of a of a building and I felt an earthquake, I'd feel much more in danger, thinking that oh no, am I gonna you know is this building gonna collapse on me? Am I gonna die? But. I guess I, if I was in a you know random field in the middle of nowhere with nothing above me, totally in a safe environment, then I'd be okay. Let the let the ground shake. I am ready. But I mean, it is always an you know you can rarely, if ever, 
predict when an earthquake's gonna happen. Maybe I should just go walk across that span, you know, the span of the bridge a few hundred times to try to get it out of me. The, the what you call it, the desire, you know, get the desire out of me. I don't think that's the right word. But what also was nice about this bridge that so few people are on it that I was able to slip my mask down a little bit, A, to get some fresh air on the mustache, and B, you know, maybe this is coming through a little bit clearer. I know that it's going to be a little hard now because the, the uh, traffic is so close, and I'm sure you hear that and me together to create a nice uh, combination of, of sound. It's nice to be able to slip the mask down in the city every once in a while. I mean, when I go out to the suburbs to visit my family, I'm mostly unmasked rather than masked. I'm out. Uh, excuse me, I burped. Uh, but you know, it's nice, but in the city, it's those little moments where you get to do it again now that are nice. One day, we'll live in a maskless society again, but. Until then, it's better to be safe. I try to be safe. I know that the mask does very little for, to protect me. The mask is more for protecting everyone around me. I try to respect that. I have no idea if I have COVID, and especially if I'm doing all these cross-borough interstate walks, or I guess cross-state walks. Spoilers later on. Uh, no, it's, it's best to be best to be safe and protect those around me. I try to be, you know, a good citizen. Don't believe the hype when they say that, oh yeah, no. Don't be a, don't be a sheep. No, be a sheep. Follow the herd in this one. crazy that there's so many cars here now. I saw somewhere, at least maybe two or three weeks ago, that probably even more now, that while foot traffic still remains low in the city, the car traffic has reached about 85% of where it was pre-pandemic, which, considering how still everything is mostly shut down in the city, it's definitely a lot. And, top it off, I mean, maybe it's all the moving trucks. You, know? you can see stories about how moving companies have to turn people away you know because people everyone's trying to escape the city in one way or the other either moving back home with their parents families moving out into the suburbs i don't believe the hype where they say that the city's going to be dying and no one's going to want to live here anymore i don't know if i really buy that but uh definitely it seems weird though that you still get all these car traffic you know, all this car traffic but on that note, I've reached the end of the bridge, and thus ends my time talking to you. It was nice as always, and just walking past some workers, and down another stairwell as this bridge story began, so it will end. So, dear listeners, 
Thank you for tuning in again. Good day and good night.